Welcome to Series Finale, the only podcast where three comedians watch and discuss the final episode of a television show they've never even seen. I am John Paul. I'm Jack. And I'm Mr. Zach. Oh, we're all here. We're all um, queer-esque. And we're all here to talk about a fun final episode of a TV show. But if you want to hear us talk about other episodes of TV, check out our Patreon sister podcast that also comes out every single week at patreon.com slash series finale. For five bucks a month, you get a bonus episode every single week. You get twice the content. If you sign up now, you'll have access to over 150 episodes of the sister podcast. Yeah, it's an exciting time to join up too because we have a lot of fun stuff coming out you guys are lucky that i'm recording this podcast tonight because it is holy thursday where we're recording this and holy thursday is the super bowl sunday for religious foot guys Uh, (laughs) what holy thursday (laughs) someone out there got that joke it's one of the finest things i've ever written uh, Jumpo, I thought you would get it because of your religious history with Heather Locklear, um, uh-huh. but I guess those Methodists, they don't really, you know, they don't really practice the faith of Jesus. But Holy Thursday is the day where the, where the priest, like Jesus washed the feet of the disciples, so there's like a foot washing at Mass. Oh, it's really? It's Pope like washes the feet of refugees. Yeah, that's his big thing. Really? And so the foot washing becomes like an integral part of the service. Does he provide yeah, them? it's the highlight. Does he provide them with permanent residency after he washes their feet? Or does he just say, okay, now back to Mexico or whatever? <laughs> well, he does it in Europe. So they're, they're like, I forget what their situation is. I think it's Africa. But he just kind of washes the feet. He doesn't help with any uh, legal <laughs> legal filings. Do they have special masses for any other fetishes? Is there like a water sports Wednesday, or is there like a is, is there like a femdom Friday? I think that the the uh, the idea of the holy day is just uh, pretty sexual in itself, you know. Just uh, paid. Oh, I hear you. You saying. know, holy. Because oh. <laughs> that's what you like to have sex with holes. That's all you need. Hey, some people, other people don't. Yeah, you know? all, sometimes all That's you need true. is a copy of the Holes book starring Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> you could just ejaculate <laughs> on that. I don't think oh. the book starred Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> he was on the cover. He was on the cover after the movie came out. <laughs> that would be crazy if he was on the cover before the movie came out. You know, like. That would have been wild. If they just, that person loved Even Stevens, it was like, oh my God, I'm going to write a book. In the the I'm inspired by Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Holes was this week on series finale. Holes was one of the we're, only we're books tackling... I ever read in in middle school. Really, yeah, I liked Holes. Th- didn't the kid eat? Well, it's like they did. It's like they dig holes for treasure or something, right? Are they in trouble? No, they're in a penitentiary. 
and for for wayward kids, I think. It's Cool Hand Luke. It is Cool Hand Luke for children. And and there's a kid named Zero who eats turnips, I think. I don't I don't really know. Huh. What's the, like, what do they find when they dig these holes that's so important? They they're looking for oil so that the uh, the they're guys looking for oil? Yeah, so that the guys from Black Gold can come up and set up a rig. <laughs> <laughs> when the rigs were made of wood and the men were made of iron. <laughs> uh, this week on series finale, we're tackling kind of a, a, a topic that we've discussed before, which is a movie turned into a TV show. We've tackled this a couple times before. We did the Showtime original adaptation Crash, which was adapted from an Oscar-winning movie. We did uh, with uh, we did with our guest Rob Cream. We discussed the final episode of Limitless, which was based off of Bradley Cooper movie. And this week, we are discussing the TV adaptation that came out in 2017 of the 2001 uh, cult hit Training Day, directed by Antoine Fuqua and starring Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke. You're calling it a cult hit, but I think it was just an overall hit. I think you're right. I think I'm I'm trying to underplay it because uh, I don't know why. Maybe maybe I'm just trying to play it safe, you know, mm-hmm. like Ethan Hawke was. Right. By- I, I need to be more of like a Denzel character. <laughs> Bombastic. Have you seen Training Day the movie? I have seen Training Day. I like Training Day. It's it's fun. They smoke Sherm in it. What's Sherm? What's Sherm? Sherm is um, it's uh, it's weed dipped in embalming fluid. Wow! Why did they that that must mess you up? <laughs> you just answered your own question. Why did they do that? That must mess you up. <laughs> Where do you get now that Cuomo's got weed legal in New York? I'm sure people are going to be smoking Sherm all day long. Uh, Cuomo's going to grind up. the New York economy to a halt because everyone's just going to be smoking Sherm at their work from home home offices. That's a, that's Cuomo's strategy for dealing with allegations. He's just going to give everyone Sherm and hope they forget it. That's smart. Dude, recreating the scene where, where Denzel basically makes Ethan Hawke smoke Sherm with Cuomo forcing women to smoke the Sherm is like a really good idea, I think. Yeah, didn't you recreate that scene with Devin? <laughs> no, we didn't do that one. I wanted to... Oh, I think I suggested it to you. I, we wanted to, I wanted to kind of get into some of the darker scenes. I really wanted to... Re, at the beginning of quarantine, Devin and I recreated some famous movie scenes, some famous love movie scenes, uh, where we sort of messed around yeah. with gender roles. And um, I really wanted to do the scene from uh, Reservoir Dogs, where the guy's in the back going, I'm fucking dying! I'm fucking dying here! <laughs> And, she, and I wanted to put say the fucking words. Yeah, exactly. And I wanted to put blood like all over, but she wasn't really into that one. <laughs> Maybe well, if you smoked some sherm first, then you know it would have been better. That would have eased things Zach, up. Zach, have you seen this movie, it, Training Day? No, I never have. You would um, like it. I dude. appreciate Denzel. I think I would like. You would Training really Day. like it. It's got. It's got a gangster movie vibe to it, even though it's like not the Italian gangsters you're usually looking for. It's still got like a really good vibe to it. Yeah, Denzel Washington does play a sort of an organized criminal. He's like a he's like a bad cop. He's amazing in it. He truly is. 
I think that this is one of those movies that sometimes people are like, they might overhype, but I don't think you can really overhype this movie. People talk about Training Day a lot. Mm-hmm. It's sick. Yeah, they talk about Denzel's amazing performance, how Ethan Hawke is good, then they'll also talk about how hot the girl is in it, who I'm trying to remember her name is. Hold Does, on does she play like a 16-year-old in it? No, 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 no. <laughs> She's an adult. She She's is a, full-on an adult woman. There is a girl, though, that gets like... In tr- a woman. A woman. A woman. She's coming home from school, and she gets harassed, and Ethan Hawke saves the day. Oh, yeah, that character. I, I, that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Eva Mendez's character. I didn't even know Sarah, Eva Mendez was like, in it. Oh, yeah, she's, she's like Denzel's, Denzel's like hookup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she is smoking hot. And she's man. very attractive. Yeah. It's a great movie. Zach, you should, I think that should be your homework to watch that tonight. Yeah, I'll watch Training Day soon. You, you will like it. Well, you don't have to, because you already watched the follow-up to Training Day. In 2017, <laughs> CBS put out a a continuation of Training Day where Bill Paxton plays a rogue cop, similar to Denzel Washington's Alonzo Harris. And this rogue cop is being investigated slash tra- and training his young partner, and a whole lot of malarkey ensues. Bill Paxton, we've discussed him before, of course, on our episode about Big Love, which Zach then went on to watch the entirety of, because I assume he just loves Bill Paxton, a Texas legend in acting. No, I loved Chloe Sevigny. Chloe Sevigny is up there with Lakeith Stanfield as one of our greatest actors. Bill Paxton was very bad in Big Love. He was downright horrible in this. Bill Paxton has one emotion, and it's just stress. He's just stressed all the time. Now, Bill Paxton has a good voice. So unlike um, Bobby Cannavale, Bill Paxton has, like, one redeeming quality. And Bill Paxton is ugly in, like, an attractive way, where, like, he's ugly for a movie star. But if he were a fellow parent on, like, your son's soccer team and he worked in, like, medical equipment sales, you would think he was good-looking. But as an actor, he's ugly. But he's unintimidating. But I think Bill Paxton is just so bad. He, he had this strange career that, that persisted. And Bill Paxton is always a leading man. And he brings next to nothing to the table. He actually takes Whoa. things off the table. He died. Wow. Bill Paxton Recently, is like right? a poorly trained dog. He died, right? Uh, yeah. He was actually, this was like the base of the last thing he filmed Ooh, before he died. Tough. He died from complications of heart surgery, basically right after they finished filming this. And yes. then I think that they the show wasn't even canceled until after he died. I mean, the show should have never yeah, existed. Yeah, this episode aired after his death. Really? That's oh, so sad. Oh, snap. Because this show sucks and should have never happened. Truly. <laughs> if you think about it, I it makes no sense. Like, training... It was a bad idea. Training Day is a cinematic film that people, like, revere, right? They're like, this is what a movie should be. They, It's got an interesting story. It ends on a great... Like, the final scene is memorable... And if they, and it just makes no sense. Never did did I watch that movie and think, you know what? I need a television follow up ten years later. Like it, it, <laughs> it, it makes no sense. And then it's like, what's and let's get Bill Paxton involved. It's like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, 
Yeah, I, I do agree that it, it doesn't. This is one of the. This is a show that I would I'd love to do though, which I I consider this like a TV oddity, something that in a few more years people will completely forget this happened and be shocked when they hear that Training Day had a one season follow up fifteen years later starring Bill Paxton who died immediately after it was filmed. It was such a fucking crazy thing. Let's talk about how this show basically acknowledges that the movie happened because the other guy who is the trainee of Bill Paxton, dude, he's doing a Denzel impersonation. He does like <laughs> Denzel voice. It's crazy. He, yeah, he is not supposed to be related to Alonzo Harris, Denzel's character, but the other characters on the show do talk about Alonzo Harris and how... They're saying basically Bill Paxson is like the new Denzel, the new Alonzo Harris. Which is so not viable at all. I mean, <laughs> Alonzo Harris is like truly one of the more interesting evil characters ever in a movie. And like the way that Denzel plays it is so memorable and like quotable that it's like when you see Bill Paxson like laughing in the face of death, you're just like, this is stupid. <laughs> Especially yeah. knowing oh, that he's going to die soon. From actual yeah, above heart. all, it's just like a bad police procedural show mm-hmm. with like elements of the movie tossed in there kind of haphazardly. A little bit like how Limitless was this movie that wasn't great, but it was somewhat interesting about like this super pill that makes you really smart. But then they just were like, well, let's just make it a police procedural. Like, yeah, <laughs> give it a few trappings of the movie. It sucks. That's the other thing, too, is like in the in the movie Training Day there's no qualms about it like the police are bad like he he is a bad man but in the show you could tell they couldn't go all the way like the police are still like at the end they got the cartel you know it's like it's stupid (laughs) (laughs) oh man some great great one-liners they gave bill paxton to say one of my favorite ones is when they're taking on the villain, El Jaguar, El Jaguar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, he's shooting at them with like this big ass gun. And he goes, stay bloodthirsty, my amigo. <laughs> or stay bloodthirsty, my friend. As in like, stay thirsty, my friends. Like he's making fun of him, like the Dos Equis guy. Yeah. Wow. Great. <laughs> you didn't like that? That was very funny. I appreciated though how bilingual the show was. That is a point in its direction. A lot of Spanish. A lot of Spanish. And very interesting um, Spanish subtitle situation, how they had it, like, splash across the screen. Mm-hmm. My Deepak Chopra moment, is though, is Iberian excellence. The second uh, drug cartel guy, like the guy who acknowledges himself as a cartel guy, that's Joaquim de Almeida, who's a Portuguese actor. And then the other Mexican guy is a Swedish, a Swiss rapper. Born to Galician <laughs> Spanish parents. So this really? is a bunch of Iberian kings <laughs> invading America and taking American jobs. <laughs> wow. So these this one of these guys is from the from Portugal? Yeah, he has a very bizarre acting career where he does like big movies in Portugal and then random ass American stuff. Like Meghan Markle, he's on a suits. Uh, not a Suits, a USA Network program. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's going to marry uh, Prince Harry. 
Yeah, no, he's getting going gay with uh, Prince William. <laughs> Dude, Paxton has a funny career. He like I'm looking at his IMDb. He was in Aliens. Yeah. He was in Apollo 13. He was in Twister. Those are blockbuster films. But he also That's true. He was also in a short called Limp Biscuit Eat You Alive, a video short. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Dude, Club was he, Dread. Was he... Like a f- horrible movie. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in some really bad shit. <laughs> Broken Lizards Club Dread, yeah. He was he made uh he wrote, I think and directed um this movie with Matthew McConaughey called Frailty, which is like a religious thriller movie, which I think is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think that will be remembered as his greatest work. Yeah, that's a pretty freaky little... I've watched the trailer on it and read the Wikipedia because I was too scared to actually read it. But yeah, (laughs) to actually see it. (laughs) Uh, It's pretty good. I like Frailty. It's not, you know, it's not super scary, but it's interesting. I I like it. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, Why do you know... Let's get a BSB of uh, of the final episode of Training Day. Does anybody want to attempt? I can, I can attempt? do that, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bill Paxson plays Frank Rourke, who is a rogue under... He's a rogue LAPD officer paired up with a young black man who is supposed to... He's supposed to be training and this young black officer. He is also investigating the, the murder of his father, who used to be Bill Paxton's partner. Bill Paxton uh, has got a lead on some kind of thing involving two keys to safe deposit boxes to a safe deposit box in Mexico. So he travels to Mexico uh, to break into the safe deposit boxes, gets captured after he enlists the help so after he enlists the help of two sexy assassins. He gets tortured before the young black officer goes down to rescue him, and they take down the cartel together before they finally learn the secret behind his father's murder. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty uninteresting. <laughs> I watched the whole thing, if you guys couldn't tell. No, you did you watch the whole series? No, no, I just watched that, but I watched this entire episode, and I paid pretty close attention. Sometimes I'm really skipping through. <laughs> this one was hard Wait, for me. Wait, some, ep- some shows you skip through? Uh, sometimes, if if I'm bored, I'm I'll just I'll skip ahead like thirty <laughs> seconds, a minute. I'll just be like, um, I get it, I get it, I get it. This was, you just... really? I kind of <laughs> yeah. felt like you were the king of like astutely watching shows. No, like sometimes I'm just like, fuck, I get it. And I just skip a bunch of it. There's been some pretty Dude, bad network ones. TV is so bad, and this is a network show, right? <laughs> oh yeah, this is CBS. Like, I can't imagine doing anything less important in your life than making network TV. Like, today, I did a Zoom comedy show, right? How'd you do? And then I'm eating a little popcorn before this. So I'm just sitting in front of the TV, and I had finished at King of the Hill. I didn't have enough time to start a new one. Did you know Dennis Leary has a show on Fox, the network, called Moody's, and it's in its second season? I watched no. the premiere. I said, what the hell is this? What the hell is going on? Who is watching this show? <laughs> Dennis Leary again is in Chicago running like a funeral parlor. There's like, uh, it's bizarre. He has like a brother-in-law who's raising a dead Indian woman's child. It's so strange. Uh, and, and I'm just like, this is so bad. There's nothing. There's millions of dollars put into every episode. And they make things that are worse than like a degenerate comedian's web series. I, I don't really get who is watching network TV at this point. 
Does Dennis Leary, does he still have great hair? Unbelievable locks. <laughs> Dennis Leary in this show actually has dreadlocks. <laughs> Dude, uh, if you want to hear more about us talking about Dennis Leary, check out our episode on Rescue Me, where we talk about Dennis Leary and Lenny Clark playing a couple of down-home New York guys. Down-homosexual <laughs> New York firefighters. <laughs> that would yeah, give a whole new meaning you- to... Dennis Leary's stolen song, Itchy Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) He needed Lenny to give it a scratch. Have you guys ever... um, Now, we were talking a little bit about how this show, it was this big movie that, like, went on to win an Oscar, but then they made this sort of, like, lame TV show about it. Actually, I think all of us have pitched a similar idea of taking a big hit Oscar-winning movie and turning it into a TV show before, right? I have. I did. I did. I did, too. Yeah. Um, it's... The Godfather 3 was really heavily panned, but there was still a fervor for The Godfather. So I pitched to a couple of Hollywood execs that we make a spinoff called Godfather, colon, warn a brother. This would be a TV adaptation <laughs> telling the story of the criminal Cuomo family in their disgracing of the Italian-American community of New York. It begins, it begins similar to Godfather 1, on the day of a daughter's wedding. Head criminal Andrew Cuomo is holding court above his daughter's wedding. His daughter has decided to marry the uh, state policeman that was originally signed as his security detail, who he punished by sending to the Canadian border. However, absence made the heart grow fonder. Not only did Cuomo's first daughter marry this man, but all three of his daughters decided to marry this one state trooper. The daughters, <laughs> Andrew Cuomo tried to warn them, them against getting into a polygamous marriage, and they called it sexist. But even, Andrew, even Cuomo's mother said, Andrew, you don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to sexism. And she said, yes, girls, polygamy can actually be very feminist. You go marry your man. And the three Cuomo sisters decided to marry the state trooper. They were getting ready for the celebration, and Andrew Cuomo was taking favors in the anteroom above the ball. Playing the Johnny Fontaine character, a Hollywood singer that would have ties to the mob, was Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X was at the wedding to perform and had to ask Andrew Cuomo for a couple of favors. However, on his way up to the anteroom, he ran into the groom. The groom told them that even though he was a cop, to him, BLM didn't mean Black Lives Matter. It didn't mean Blue Lives Matter. It meant Blue Lives Make Out. <laughs> and he smooched <laughs> Little Nas X. <laughs> As Little Nas X was getting hot and heavy with Andrew Cuomo's future son-in-law, Chris Cuomo came up the stairs. Chris Cuomo had been spending the last 10 years in his basement recovering from COVID. (laughs) And as he walked in, he saw these two fellas making out. The first episode cuts to black as Chris Cuomo says, what should I do? I know I need to warn my brother. (laughs) Wow. Damn. Godfather Warner Brother. We should. That's... Father Warner Brother, a ten-part television <laughs> epic. That's pretty good, dude. That sounds yeah. pretty sick. That sounds a little bit like um like the TV show that I pitched. Really, my pitch went a little bit like this. 
An Academy Award gives an intellectual property a lot of prestige. Films like The Return of the King, Forrest Gump, and The King's Speech are still watched today, partly because they won Best Picture at the Oscars. Well, gentlemen, you homosexuals from France <laughs> who are producing this TV show, I would like to give you the opportunity to produce a TV show based off a movie that won Best Picture, where we have a unique moment in time to transform a hit movie into a hit continuing series. Gentlemen, we open on a shot of a plastic bag caught in the wind. It lifts, falls, twirls, and dances <laughs> till a heavy black boot stomps it out. The camera pans up the leg to reveal a gun-toting Kevin Spacey cocking his pistol. I am pitching American Beauty, the television show. <laughs> Kevin Spacey returns to acting in a reimagined version of Lester Burnham. Now Lester is an LAPD cop who takes no prisoners and does his best to remind people of what is important in life. Chris Cooper, Mina Suvari, and Thora Birch all declined to be involved with this project <laughs> and have roundly condemned it online, calling it irresponsible, morally repugnant, and just a bad idea for a show. But Kevin Spacey, his, his, his calendar is wide open, and he has some ideas for other actors we could get to replace them. For Mina Suvari's character, Kevin Spacey suggests that we get Tom Holland, who he says looks young and fresh. I don't know exactly what that means, <laughs> but that's what he said. He also suggests that we film some of the more risque scenes he wants to shoot in his native Portugal, where he says the police cannot touch him. The first season mostly focuses on Lester Burnham trying to make his rookie cop partner understand that there is beauty to be found in the small moments, to take time to stop and smell the roses, and to try wearing thong underwear if he ever wants to make Sergeant while he's around. American Beauty, the TV show, your next hit, your next massive smash hit success. Wow, that sounds great. <laughs> It'll be banned in Portugal. <laughs> They'll just put on the Cristiano Ronaldo shirtless hour. They'll, they'll probably put on training day. It seems like there was a lot of Spaniards in this show. Right? Joaquin Almeida, yeah. Um, and Tom Hanks is part Portuguese, and Bill Paxton had a friendship oh, with Tom wow. Hanks because of Apollo 13, so An that pretty much another <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Another pedophile elite like Ke Kevin Spacey. So <laughs> Portugal has a lot of problems, it sounds like. <laughs> so um it's good to be here in paris with my two friends who are french producers <laughs> oh thank you for coming <laughs> everyone loved the movie doubt right we have a meeting with roman polanski soon <laughs> uh everyone loved the movie doubt about philip seymour hoffman and helen mirren and one's a priest and one's a nun. And the priest is accused of having sex with a kid. In the doubt... What? Yeah, that's that's the movie. <laughs> is that's, that a real movie? It's called Doubt. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a movie. It's a play. It's a, Dude, that's horrifying. Well, no, no. The kid, it's a good movie. It's all about, like... It's all about rumors, basically. And how... Basically, Harold Mirren thinks that this guy did it. He's like, I didn't do it. But she says, I have my doubts. And that's kind of the famous line. I have my doubts. And um, so what is my idea, right? 
Everybody loves that movie. People can't stop talking about it, right? Even though it came out 10 years ago. <laughs> it's a Everyone tosses it on during Thanksgiving. It's a family hit. Family favorite. And so, in the Doubt television spinoff called Double Doubt or Double D's, right? DD for short, we have contestant get guess we have contestants guess whether or not the woman on stage had sex with an underage student or her breasts are real. If they're real, she gets the hose and on her white t on her white t-shirt. If she's in a feb file, she gets probation. And that's on Double Doubt. Catch it on Nickelodeon tonight. <laughs> so you're going to take this Oscar-winning movie that was adapted from a hit stage play, and you're going to turn it into a, basically a live-action wet t-shirt competition. I think so. I think that is the medium the original writer always wanted it to be. <laughs> Maybe we can get the Philip Seymour Hoffman hologram to host it, and then we can do it. Uh, All right, I'm here. I can do it, Philip Seymour. All right, I'm here. I'll see those chitties. I can't do it. That was actually a pretty good Philip Seymour that Hoffman. That was pretty good, John. Yeah. Paul. He, like, got his, his, like, demeanor almost. I could see his face. Yeah. I, that was that was actually great. It's a, uh, it's you know, it's something all us fat heroin acts can do. We can all impersonate each other. Do a Philip Seymour Hoffman, dude. I, that, it's your God-given right. It's sad that he died from heroin. He was sober for such a long time. <clears throat> oh, I didn't know that. Well, was he? Was he? What they call that? I think they call that. Um, they call it Venice Beach sober when you when you don't drink but you do heroin. <laughs> no, he was. He was a long time sober, and then he got into. I think he got into pills, and then got into heroin. And, uh, what what's your guess for the actor that like got uh, him back in the? I mean, it's got to be Andy him. Dick. It's always Andy Dick. <laughs> Dude, is it really Andy Dick? I could definitely see that. It's always Andy Dick. Andy Dick. Uh, oh, that's right. There's that story about uh, John Lovitz punching him in the mouth. Right. He got Phil Hartman killed because Phil Hartman's <laughs> wife had been clean and sober for like months and months and months, and then at like a, a Thanksgiving party or uh, like a a Christmas party, she Andy told her like had her do cocaine with him in the bathroom, and then uh, a couple months later, her and her Phil Hartman were murdered. So I mean, but you know, it sucks doing coke by yourself, though. It's, it sucks. <laughs> That's a really good point. I never thought of it from Andy Dick's point of view. <laughs> I mean, it's just boring. It's like it's you feel like a you feel like a drug addict. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And to be honest, Phil Hartman, like, better to die a legend. <laughs> you think Dude, that's Phil a... Hartman would have eventually become disgraced like uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Jen Shaw? <laughs> I think he was... What's going on with Jen Shaw? He was on a... I don't know. She's been arrested for, like, fraud, though. I know. All while living in a rental house. Wait, was she Was she the one married to the coach? Yeah. yeah. Coach Shaw's wife. <laughs> Oh my god. And she was she was fake living in that house? She was renting that house yeah. and scamming elders. She was elder abusing. Really? She killed Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, I can't believe you never even heard of the movie Doubt. It was pretty big when it came out. Of course Zach hasn't heard no, of it. No, I never even heard of it. it yeah, it's it, it wasn't. And it's it's uh 
it's a Catholic film, big time. Yeah. I can see maybe why the Catholic Church didn't tell you guys about it. It's CCD. They didn't put on doubt. As one in ten priests were being accused of being pedophiles when I was a seven-year-old preparing for my first communion, they didn't just fire up doubt. Oh, speaking of, but um, it speaking of the movie Doubt and allegations against all those priests, which let's do a me minute. <laughs> Not a great segue. <laughs> No, but that's. I think that's. I appreciate the. Uh, so I appreciate. We've that. gotten into yeah, some sure. new Me memes. Minute. Can we remember what those memes were? Uh, let me do an. I I'm gonna head out, but it's not gonna be the hacky one. Okay. Um. The reviews. Bill Paxton reading the negative reviews for the TV adaptation of Training Day. <laughs> I I'm a head out. <laughs> oh. Okay. No, I got one. Uh, Bill Paxton's beating heart on an operating table. Okay. I, I'm a head out. Nice. <laughs> Similar ideas to Zach's. Pretty good. <laughs> All right. Um, what about the guy behind the tree? Okay. CBS execs. Okay. CBS execs. And they're – what are – Juicy Hands? Is that what we decided the meme was? <laughs> Yeah, let's call them juicy hands. Juicy hands. The, the if you guys don't know, if you're listening, it's the it's the black guy in the yellow suit behind the tree, rubbing his hands together, yeah. looking his lips, getting very excited. Juicy hands. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Juicy hands behind the tree. He, that's CBS execs. What is he looking at and getting all horny over? Decade old movies that have lost their following and creating a television ap- adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how about this? How about this? Guy, guy, smart guy pointing at his own head. You know that one? Smart guy? Yeah. What is it? It's a black guy. Yeah. It's a black yeah, yeah, guy yeah. pointing at his own head, and it's like it's like smart. It's like the smart move guy. I got that. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Can't be forced to do a second season of Training Day if you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um. Okay, AOC in the SUV, rock, driving. Wow, AOC, you're great at smoking that. Sure, I didn't know you liked to get wet. AOC with a joint in her mouth. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, what about um, what about smiling? It seems a le- Oh, wait, let me get okay, one. Let me get one. Wandering Eye Boyfriend. <laughs> okay. Phil Hartman is the boyfriend, okay? <laughs> Bill Hartman is the boyfriend. <laughs> the the ass that he's looking at is staying alive long enough to be elder abused like Stan Lee. <laughs> the girlfriend is dying before a scandal like Bill Paxton. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Andy Dick. What about um? Okay, like excited black guy, smiling. Right? Why are memes memes seem kind of racial oh. right now? Uh, well, a lot of people have said that it can be digital blackface. Like a lot of people like to use gifs of like yes queen stuff. Oh, yeah, Dude, that's interesting because I'm feeling. Um, but, but you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Like the smiling black guy. I and know what the you're talking about. Second panel, he's like dumbfounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, first panel, smiling black guy. Oh, I got this sick blunt and I'm smoking it. Second panel. What? Oh no! It's 
I just smoke Sherm. <laughs> that makes sense, right? No, it does make sense. It's almost a universal experience for a lot of people. Yeah, your first time smoking Sherm is probably very devastating. Well, not really Sherm, but I feel like you smoke a lot of things that you don't really know what they are always. Sometimes you get a follow-up memo. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a- like Zachy smoked salvia. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew what that was at the time. But I remember sometimes you smoke a doobie and then someone tells you that it was something else after. You get, you get real nervous. Okay, I got one. Yeah, Winnie, like, Winnie. I remember one time I was smoking weed with this guy and it turned out it was just his dick. And I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> he didn't. I, I thought we were just getting high. Okay. The purple blunt. You puffed the purple dragon. <laughs> that like... um, Winnie the Pooh in his... He's with the cutoff top and his normal top. Oh, yeah, yeah. Training day, going to work out, do CrossFit. Winnie the Pooh in his tux. Or Winnie the Pooh in his suit. Training day, a movie with Denzel Washington, right? Okay. <laughs> Training day, or Winnie the Pooh in his tux with a monocle on. <laughs> Training day with Bill Paxton, the CBS Netflix original. Dude, they should have called this Training Day Colin Warner, brother. That would have been sick. <laughs> what are some of the classic memes that we get into? Oh, okay, What's I got one. I got meme? one. It's got to be good guy, Greg. Bill Paxton on the operating table as the heart monitor goes out and he's dying. Who's sitting in the background with his mittens on? <laughs> Bernie Sanders. <laughs> It's a time traveling one too, because that meme didn't even come about till before he died. After he died. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, hold on. I'm gonna get one. Give me one more second, because I need to look something up to make this. <laughs> I don't complete. know who Good Guy okay, Greg is. Okay. Okay. Oh, what about like a Good Guy Greg was the first meme I ever knew. What about the Arabian guy who's beefy and like looking kind of ag- angry? He's in a like tracksuit. Like the, the Iranian Hulk dude. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if I'm thinking of the same guy. He's kind of got a snarl on, and he's in a tracksuit. I don't know that guy. You're right. You're, but you're right. These are racial memes. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be that's when you Google like popular memes. They're all pretty racial. Um, okay. Yeah. It's, white, it's, white power fist. There you go. Black power fist. Yeah. Uh, white power. The the white fist is white cops, and the black fist is black cops. What are they coming together over? Coming together over? Being corrupt cops. Oh, that's a that's a compassionate meme towards the BLM. Yeah, right. it's heaven. It's the meme where um, RGB and Kobe are welcoming people to heaven. <laughs> but it's Bill Paxton, and then up there is Donda West in Rodney Dangerfield. And that that's because they all died due to surgical complications. Dude, so is Alec, like the, tell me Alec Trebek is somewhere in there. No, he didn't die of surgery. He's he's falling down to hell with Lil Nas X. <laughs> okay, what about him, um, Lil Nas X um, getting fucked by the devil in that photo, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, Lil Nas X is... Okay, I got it, I got it. The devil is Andy Dick. Little Nas X is Phil Hartman's wife. 
Little Nas's ex's ass is cocaine, and that's oh. sort wow. of oh. <laughs> wow, nice dude. You know, that's I mean, whew. yeah. Was that a rude? That's a that's well. They've I mean, all it's just been a... rude. I mean, if you're rude, I've been really rude to Bill yeah. Paxton, to Donda. <laughs> I, you know. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Cool. Um. Like, yeah, good meme minute. A good meme minute. We talked. You know, it's gonna we take talked a little, a little while bit for of... us to like get new memes into the docket. You know, people want fireworks right away, but you know, it takes time to to. We have one groove, right? We gotta make that groove a little bigger. And you know, we're we're a lake. We're not a we're not a, a flash flood here. Yeah, and uh, we we're doing it. You know. If the meme is easy enough, if it's Bernie with mittens on, we can put, we can work it in. <laughs> yeah. um, we mentioned before that uh, that uh, Bill Paxson, he goes down to Mexico, and he's going to go rob this bank, and he enlists the help of these two sexy lady assassins. They, they are going to kill him, but then they just immediately decide to help him because he asks them to. And they uh, they go they go and rob this bank and in a kind of a I actually kind of think of like a fun musical montage scene, but then they get captured by the cartel leader El Jaguar, who is very fearsome, and he's gonna torture Bill Paxson in this scene right here. I was raised Catholic. To go to mass, confession, put a couple bucks in the the collection plate and hope he's paying attention <laughs> so tell me why why do we pretend i mean deep down we all know it's blood and death he desires so why not give him what he really wants the Aztecs. Oh, these people carnal they use this beautiful blade to break open the victim's rib cage and rip out his still beating heart as an offering, but not a prayer. No, just a simple transaction. He wants blood. I, I want power. Would you mind disinfecting it first? I don't want to get a nasty infection. <laughs> You're going to feel it when I tear it out of you. Felix, come on, amigo. You're not still sore about me and your old lady, are you? They say infidelity is just a symptom of a larger problem. Of course, your wife said I had the larger problem. <laughs> you want to make me angry enough to kill you outright? It won't work. You see, my wife and I reconciled years ago, and we still sleep next to each other every night. I removed her face and stitched it into a throat pillow. I love this line where he says, my wife said I had the, your wife said I had the bigger problem. They, they give him these ridiculous it's lines so to say, bad. like, oh, I have a big dick. Outrageous. It's horrible. Really outrageous of Bill Paxton to say. That's what's so frustrating is, like, the original movie Training Day is so genuine feeling. And this show is so slapstick. It's like... It's comical. And it makes me think that... But wait a minute. If they had gone in that direction and just made it its own thing, I'd be like, this is kind of like a silly bad cop show. People, It might have been more interesting. But I have a question for Zach. Zach, 
you have an intimate knowledge of Bill Paxton. He's fucked all those women on Big Love. Do you know if he does have a big penis? He has penile problems. Bill Paxton <laughs> needed blue chew. Like, he had stress-related <laughs> ED. Um, and he, he, but he, like, wasn't... Did, I don't think... Did any of the like wives say it was packing? They, I think maybe they once might have made a reference. He's doing all right, you know. Ooh. He's not mm. swinging. He's not a cleanup hitter. He's not Big Poppy, but he's a solid. <laughs> he's not a leadoff man either, you know. He's hitting you with that that little two spot maybe. Why jump? Oh, are you trying to see if Bill Paxton should have been sued by the Big Dick Union for stolen valor? <laughs> I was just, you know, stolen I was just curious. <laughs> I was just curious about. Bill Paxton, Bill Paxton's penis. You were just bi curious. It's about not Bill willing Paxton's to fall penis. level. That's for sure. Famous, famous, famous <laughs> penis. I'm sleepy, boys. I've been working out again. <laughs> <laughs> now that's some good content right there. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, um, let's do let's do a Deepak Chopra. Yeah, something that we liked about the show. I mean, the- and I'm going to lead things off. I thought this was um, an interesting show, and in that it was like so such a strange idea that probably should never be made. Some people have already pointed out that uh, they already had a, a show about corrupt cops called The Shield, and it was pretty good. So there was no real need for this, this show to be made. But I did like the. I did like how sort of multicultural it seemed with them going to Spanish. I think it's kind of, I think it's maybe not soup. I'm just surprised they didn't speak English with accents the whole time instead of speaking Spanish, which I expected from CBS, but they didn't. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good Deepak Chopra. I mean, I think the Deepak Chopra moment here is like there's a lot of beautiful people in it. Besides Bill Paxson, everybody is pretty attractive. Um, And it's also like... It is so over the top that it's like it was kind of silly. Like there were moments where I was laughing. I was like, "That's so funny and stupid." It's almost so bad it's good in a way. I felt that way. Mm-hmm. Where some of these bad shows are just playing out bad. Like this is so ridiculous that it's it's kind of funny. Yeah. At the end, there's a so there's actually an officer involved shooting that Bill Paxton and his partner lie about. Um, to their investigator and the investigator like knowingly approves and you know that's not great but union solidarity I appreciate Um, I wasn't thrilled to see it through the lens of the cops but like if they showed grocery store cashiers like being in solidarity as to why someone's register was 47 cents short then I would appreciate that but um you know, cops being corrupt, I don't love, but I do love unions. So, union strong. <laughs> Workers of the world unite, baby. <laughs> let's, um, let's role play some of this. Let's make a role play with some of these characters. I'll be Denzel. Oh, okay. I'll be, I'll be Bill Paxton. Let me practice I'll my Denzel. I'll be Denzel's son, who's not his real son. Let me practice John my David Denzel Washington? real quick, just to see if I can actually do it. Okay. King Kong ain't got shit on me. How- Perfect. <laughs> okay, cool. I got it. I nailed it. <laughs> Yo, you guys want to get wet? 
Oh, you talking smoking Sherm? No, huh, no. I'd love to. No, I wanted to go to the pond. You want to go to the pond? <laughs> I thought you wanted to. T- I thought you wanted to smoke some uh, some Sherm. Get really fucked up. Aren't you Alonzo Harris, the baddest cop the LAPD's ever seen? Yeah. In, haven't you heard that swimming in still water is the baddest thing you could ever do? Yeah. You're risking bacterial infection. Especially after we eat this Chick-fil-A and don't wait 30 minutes. Oh, damn. You guys are crazy. <laughs> All right, I'm down. Yeah. All right, then. Let's go get to Chick-fil-A. Beep, beep. Okay. Oh, we'll, boys. We'll... While we're here, I I wanted to tell you, I heard from... A man named Paul Cyphers, uh, that he doesn't listen to the role play. And so I think we got to go down to Austin, Texas and beat him up with Joe Rogan as the octagon referee. That's really interesting to me to hear that Paul Cyphers doesn't specifically listen to the role play. He I does wonder... not like it. He thinks we're very repetitive and uh, he thinks it always ends in us having intercourse. <laughs> So I said we go down there and we prove to him that that's not the only way we know how to end a role play. All right. Yeah. That was a long road trip to Austin, but here we are. It's so good to be down here in Austin. I'm thinking. Oh, I just want to. I just want to stretch my legs. <laughs> in fact, I'm gonna. I'm gonna lay. I'm gonna lay out and just do the splits here on this gra- on this soft grass oh, with no pants on. Yeah, Have you ever thought about doing acrobatic yoga with another nude oh, man? Oh no, boys. <laughs> this this might be pissing Paul Cyphers off. So we better we oh, better get tame. Oh, it is. We better get tame. This is No, we're going to get naughty. <laughs> this grassy knoll is right outside of Paul Cyphers' apartment. <laughs> you want to f- Wait a minute. <laughs> a grassy knoll? Don't you yeah. guys realize the kind of danger we're in? A oh, grassy no, knoll here in Texas? No, the grassy knoll in Dallas is deadly, but a grassy knoll in Austin is sexy. sexy. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm getting horned up. I want you to have sex with me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great Denzel okay. 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 Thank you. I ate an entire baked potato during this recording. Could you tell? We'll find out. <laughs> not really. Not really. <laughs> no, that's that's pretty skillful eating on yeah. your part. Well, I just swallowed it whole, basically. Pretty impressive, right? Nice. Sounds like sounds like an Austin grassy knoll move. <laughs> <laughs> what do you give the show? Zero. Oh man, <laughs> I knew it. I think it, you can't even blame me for that zero though. <laughs> this is a bonafide zero. Uh, I think it's a it, it's a four. No, no, it's a two. It's a two. It's bad. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four. I think it is. I think it is a bad show, but it's such a strange sort of thing that I'm glad I watched it. You know, it's the last thing that Bill Paxton ever did. It's a move. It's a show that probably should never have been made. I just thought it was interesting. It reminded me of um, when before in the pre, in the pre days when we did when we did uh, the Geico Cavemen show, a show that just really, by all rights, should just never have existed at all. <laughs> yep. All right, America. Good night, America. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs>